love and light tribe so here we are in another series of the closet my name is jade there is no agenda here there is nothing that we plot or heavily think about whatever conversation comes it comes whatever flows it flows and as i drop a couple of gems hopefully you pick it up along the way let me take you on a journey outside of your conscious state the power of your subconscious mind and hopefully you enjoy this day What is the definition of love? We all have our own equal realities to this word. And as we know, my love won't be the same as yours. My love is not often said because we, as humans, have learned to dilute the meaning of love. It's become so disposable, I'd rather not say, but show it. We've used love so out of context. It's become the common thing to say when you simply only enjoy or like something in your presence. There is no profoundness in this four-letter word. I like you has been the new wave era of love, but realness can't be diluted. So what is the definition of love? If you don't know, Lauren Hill has a snippet of a conversation on what love is. At the end of To Zion and When It Hurts So Bad, you witness a conversation of realism that is still being seen today. On the 44th day of the Roman calendar, there was a day practice where animals were being sacrificed and then utilized to physically harm women. Afterwards, men would proceed to have parties, therefore practicing bestiality and homoerotic love. In 3rd century AD, a war had broken out, and to keep the men focused that were at battle, there was a no-marriage law. There was a soldier named St. Valentine who was known for secretly marrying people and converting them to Christianity. Once he was exposed of his crimes, St. Valentine was forced to be hung. In doing so, they found a note from him, writing to his lover, ending it with, from your Valentine. Thus creating y'all favorite's day, Valentine's Day. This day also practices Lupercalia. During Lupercalia, the men randomly would choose a woman's name from a jar to be coupled with from the duration of the festival. Oftentimes, these couples stayed together until the very next following year festival. Many of them fell in love and got married. Of course, more than often, we are unaware of the original blueprint. It's something that's just been passed down to us. In 2019, it's really just a day of publicly professing your gratitude for your significant other. We buy roses don't know why we buy chocolate not knowing why and regularly we often practice and shower the person we are with without really fucking with them we purchase shit for an outdated relationship because there is this pressure to standardize a woman's emotions. so how did this day affect me casually going to walmart i noticed an overload of flowers candy balloons bears and there was this feeling of uncertainty I'd ask myself, what was the purpose in this day? Quickly, I had become unsettled, and I started to wonder why corporate America can fund and advertise a holiday like such, but couldn't help with the harsh reality of mental awareness. Not having a Valentine also led me to believe, how does one feel when their lover can't afford to participate? How does one feel when they have no one to share this day with? We are so pressed for this holiday. So many people feel unloved and left out, 
And I wonder how many holidays of ours that we observe actually correlate to the depression state of one's mindset. It's that inability to participate or fill that void. There is an innumerable amount of us who feel discomfort. The problem is, is many of us feel discomfort only enough to complain, but we don't feel it enough deeply to actually change. Those who feel deeply, we call ourselves healers, frequently sad for the way that we operate in this world. We don't realize that when we ask creation to allow us to be healers, we're simply asking to live through a lesson and then teach it. And in order to do so, we have to endure pain like no other. We feel shit in ways that can't even be imagined or explained. So when someone asks me, why is my light so bright? It's because my dark was really dark. I can complain all I want about Valentine's Day, but it doesn't mean shit if I can't change the course of the day. So during a shower meditation, I was led to parallel a spiritual law and a meme I saw on Facebook. It resonated so hard within my core because I personally know how it feels to feel abandoned and alone. And I know with this holiday, so many people are going to feel unloved. So I wanted to gift them the opportunity of experiencing a love. I can't fulfill their desire to be romantically loved, but could I show five people that their worth was bigger than their outer appearance? In our willingness to give the things we seek, we keep the abundance of the universe circulating in our lives. The universe operates through a dynamic exchange. The flow in which we live is a harmonious interaction of all the elements and forces in our field of existence, aka the world. And just as the universe is in constant and in dynamic change, always free-flowing, so are you. So think of your body. Inside of you is blood, and this blood circulates without asking for permission or paying attention. If your blood were to stop, what would happen? You would clot and become stagnant, the same as with the universe. There is a spiritual law of giving and receiving. You must give and receive in order to keep your wealth in abundance. Money is a symbol of life energy in exchange to the service we provide the universe. Another word for money is currency, and this reflects the flow of nature of energy. Also meaning if one was to stop the circulation of money, that your intention is to hold, save, hoard, not spend, whatever you decide, you therefore stop the money circulation back into your own life. Essentially, the more you give, the more you will receive. It is only when you feel that you have lost something, the gift is never truly given, and therefore your actions to the universe will not increase. And this is why you hear many people say, offer from your heart only, anything else is a waste of energy. Your intention should always be to create happiness for the giver and the receiver. Happiness is an energy that is life-sustaining and also has the ability to generate and increase. So how does one practice the law of giving? If you want joy, give joy to others. If you want love, learn to give love. If you want attention and appreciation, learn to give it. If you want material to flow to you, help others acquire the material. If you want to be blessed with good things in life, learn to silently bless everyone with good things in life. And money isn't the only symbol of exchange. There's flowers, there's compliments, there's prayers. So even if you can't afford to gift someone with something, you can give them the gift of caring and attention, 
and that's something that comes to you at no cost. You might ask, what can I give someone at a moment when I'm depleted and have nothing to give myself? Give them a flower, a compliment, a letter expressing your emotions. Whenever you give someone something, your efforts will come back 10 times fold. And as I was showering, I thought about giving. There was no one to offer me a gift on this lonely, bullshit-ass day. Hell, I even felt unloved. And I remember that feeling of turning to no one and having to sit in my emotions alone. So I went to Target. I bought toiletries, water, food. I packed five bags. I chose five because it's my universal lucky number. Valentine's Day fell on a Thursday, which is ruled by Jupiter, all-encompassing the positive energy of money. I'm very calculated when I play in the spiritual realm. I want to make sure my energy signature has the ability to activate in higher levels. So I study and practice numerology, angel numbers, days of the week, the law of seven and three. I randomly drove the streets of Texas looking for anyone in need. A target bag full of hygienic care, waters, and tamales. My first encounter was a man, probably an angel himself. He sat there enjoying a Subway sandwich. I got out of the car and proceeded to him. Hey, I just wanted to give you this. He stood up and he thanked me. He was kind, beyond his limitations of his own lifestyle. We shared a hug and he held his hand on top of mine. He told me to come back and see him so he could take care of me that the life that he lived was only temporary. And so when he got on his feet, he wanted to take care of me just as I've done him. We laughed. I said, happy Valentine's Day and proceeded to feel that lump in my throat. I could see him looking up in the clouds saying, thank you, God. This was a feeling that was much better than getting any fucking rose. My second person was a man on a bus stop. He was sleeping and kind of unconscious. As I drove away, I saw him in my rear view. He just kept staring at my car, just looking as if I was an angel that dropped off something and left just as fast. The next person was a woman. She stood on the corner of a mall. She had a sign in her hand and she was waving at cars for attention. I parked my car and I walked to her. I expressed all that I had and gave her the target bag. She smiled, not sure whether to hug me or not. She pulled out the water and drank it like she was thirsty. She left her corner and began eating her tamales watching me as I walked with another bag to another person in close distance from the same street. There was a man sitting on a rock with a sign. I smiled, hey. We laughed. He was shocked, maybe even hesitant. Other cars had even noticed my efforts and smiled, and I think someone even flirted with me for my efforts of giving something to someone else. And lastly was a woman near the hospital. She was bound to a wheelchair with one operative leg. I walked up to her, and she looked dazed. She took the bag and began crying. She was rambling on how she needed somewhere to be. Someone named Ashley needed her. She just got out the hospital. I sympathized with her, but I couldn't actually empathize with her. Um, there is a little hood in me, so I kind of felt like, nigga, you ain't finna take advantage of me. Like, I'm out here trying to do something decent. <laughs> you over here trying to have me do some extra shit. Um, but honestly, I was just working against time. I had to pick up my daughter from school. And I listened to her story and I told her, you know, hey, I wish I could help, but I'm working against the clock. She understood and proceeded to turn around the wheelchair with herself. And of course, if you think about it, when someone's utilizing a wheelchair, they're not rolling, you know, 
forward or I guess you can but in her case she was not so she would actually turn around to walk backwards just to wheel herself faster into the street I drove off and there was this name that appeared to me she was telling me about a name and I guess I confused it with a different letter but it indeed was the street that she needed so I just asked myself was this the location that she needed to go my mom is a little bit more thug-like than me, so she said she would do it, and I would just follow them to make sure my mom was safe from behind. My mom rolled that woman up several streets and up hills. We dropped her off at a nearby apartment. There she waved goodbye at us, knowing her story about losing her leg to diabetes. And all that day took was just really a day of love. It wasn't the bullshit-ass passionate kind that expires within 24 hours like a Snapchat story. This was a love that wouldn't fade. This was a young girl who had nothing to give, but so much to gain. She chose me, she helped me, and left like an angel without a name. And that was enough for me to feel loved. And simultaneously, I hoped that creation saw my effort so I could get that same love in return. Because I always ask, where do healers go when they need healing? Who takes care of us? And I was reminded my heart is connected to all that is. My love is a powerful force in this world. The love that I get comes back to me so many times over. And so tribe, this is the meaning of true, unconditional love. Peace.